G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. We've got Randwick with the, do I call them make-believe races? Uh, look, we've got the Bondi and the Invitational anyway, uh, the, or the Invitation. First <laughs> first running of the Invitation, Mark Sheen. Uh, what's what's your thoughts of the race overall? Well, look, it's not a bad field. Um, it's interesting that they've tossed up $2 million for this race uh, in the spring. Um, the Coolmore Classic uh, for years has been the sort of preeminent uh, Phillies and Mares race uh, Certainly in Sydney, it was in Australia for some time. The only Group One, it's worth six hundred thousand, and the Queen of the Turf uh, was elevated to a Group One a couple of years ago in the autumn, and it's worth one million dollars now. We're throwing double that at a new race with uh, probably fields a little bit weaker than both those two races. So it's it's a very interesting concept, uh, and then of course we've got the the Bondi, which is probably a better race this year than it has been in the last uh, two years uh, to some extent, but uh, nevertheless, it's still a, a B-grade race compared to for the money that you're throwing at it. Yes, yeah, certainly agree with that. Uh, look, out the window, how does it look? Uh, what's the forecast for the weekend? Um, we had a storm last night, so we got um, about four or five mil last night uh, in the east. Um, they put right, oh, sorry, they irrigated the track on Wednesday night, I believe. So it's come up a good four so far, but we've got a beautiful day today. So I think the track will, uh, will probably be in a good range or just have the cut out of it. So it should be okay. Okay. Mark Roden, welcome to you. Are you forecasting anything in terms of how the track might play? Well, the rail's at quite a long way. Mm. Um, through last week for the Everest meeting, now at the eight for most of the track. And I think you just have to assume that on pace will be favoured in most cases and the inside two lanes as well. Um, the only situation in which swoopers, so to speak, would be suited is if it were wet and it looks like that's not going to be the case at all. So I would, yeah, I mean, hopefully it's just an advantage and not essential to be on pace and inside, um, but we'll have to wait until tomorrow to see what transpires. Um, Randwick's patterns can be a little inconsistent. Okay, uh, we're going to preview races three and then six through 10. So we'll start with race three, which is the Brian Crowley. Listed race over 1,200 metres. Short favourite in Abel Willie at $2.10. Mazu is $6. Zarastro is six fifty. Everything else is double figures from there. Mark Sheen, is it as simple as one runner here? Uh, well, look, he was impressive uh, winning on debut. Goes straight to a, a stakes race, but probably a stakes race in name only. There's a lot of uh, horses coming out of restricted company going into this race. Mazu's dropping back in grade. Um, look, it's not a, an ideal draw. Um, he's got barrier number nine and does a lot wrong. He's a hard goer. Um, he pulled very hard in his trial. He was able to find cover in the trial since he won, but um, whether he'll be able to find some cover here is... Interesting. I wonder if the stable mate, a president, is uh, labelled urgent here from Barry Number One to maybe go forward. Now he he led when he won the Skyline Stakes, and he got back in the field and seemed to resent that last time out. So, you know, there could be extra pace with him. And Mizzou's got uh, pacifiers on to try and get him to settle. So I think they'll try and find some cover on him. So pace a little bit up in the air. Um, Look, I don't know if I could take 210. He might win over Willie, but that's a bit skinny from that barrier. If he'd drawn a bit of marble and, and was guaranteed of getting a smother, then I probably would have hooked into him. But that just looks a little bit uh, too short for me. 
Look, Zarastro's a big query for mine. I thought he's tried really well. He ran second to Paul Ailey on debut. Um, his two trials have been good. Hasn't drawn great himself. And Mazu, um, with pacifiers on and an inside draw, I think if he finds cover, uh, he'll be a much better horse and uh, ridden for speed at his last couple of starts. So a uh, bit too short for me, the five. Query on seven in the yard, but I think probably at the price at the moment, Mazu... Uh, is the value. Okay. Mark Roden, any thoughts uh, for race three for yourself? Yeah, that's more or less the way I saw it. I, I really wanted, when I saw the fields, I really wanted to find Abel Willie, but once I'd done my map uh, and, and saw the first prices, jeez, uh, I don't know if he gets in or not, really. I mean, he's outside barrier, field of nine. He's not really a go-forward horse. And what we've seen, he could be posted. And on a day when being posted might be, a, might be the end of you. So... He's a no for me at the price. I'm a big fan of the horse. I think he won against the pattern that day on Dubu. I think he's got a ton of ability, but this just sets up awfully for him. Um, Mazu was the one I found as probably the value bet in the race, uh, purely because of the map. Um, his last one before his little let up, he was in the wrong spot in the race, uh, Camp to Rupi, one at Kembla. Uh, been <laughs> freshened, had a gear change, and trialled nicely against some fair horses. Uh, if he lobs 1-1 one, one, and being one off the fence is okay, of course. Uh, I think he can run a good race. Um, I have them much closer together in the market, so I suppose Mazu is a bet. Okay. All right. A little bit of lining up there in race three. Race six is a benchmark 78 over the mile. Martin Parr is $4.80 from Shibley at six fifty. French Bonnet, Bonnet, $8. Mayfair Spirit is nine fifty. Eliza Bills, 10 Sammy's, 11 Snowfire's, 12 Mark Sheen, race six for you. Uh, well, look, Marin Parr's won three straight here, but I just I just think he's under the odds for mine. He beat uh, the Denzel, who uh, started odds on him on uh, Wednesday, and there's a dead set walker. I don't know how it started that short Wednesday. And then he he got all favours to win at Warwick Farm. I, I don't know. Unless this is a hot leaders track, I'm, I'm going to lay Marin Parr. I thought Sammy... Um, He's looking for the mile and comes out of a much stronger form line and a lot of these horses have been racing against. He was in the Silver Eagle, I think it was, last start. Um, look, he did miss the interference, but he was wide all the way and I think he was just warming up late. I think 1,300 was probably a bit short for him. So yeah, they're only in the same interest, both with the blue with the white cross sashes, Maren Parr and Sammy, but I'd prefer to be on Sammy. Um, Shibley's in good form, but, uh, yeah, opposing Maren Parr and backing Sammy. Okay, Mark Roden, are you with one or the other here? Uh, I'm not with Marin Parr's favourite, uh, that's for sure. Yeah, it's, it's good to Denzel, wasn't it? I, I, it just did not budge from around $1.90 on Wednesday. It was bizarre. I um, I laid him in the Betfair Prolay comp on Wednesday, so it was good to see him first beat. Um, yeah, oh, I don't love that form line. Good racing style will be in the race. He's got a chance, but... Not as favourite for me. I'm going for Shibley, who I think has come back a nice horse going through his grades this time in. Um, good win at Gosford, then very nice win at Rose Hill, I thought. Um, he might get to midfield or beyond, so if the pattern is mad on pace, that will be a problem for him. Uh, but I actually have him marked favourite ahead of Marin Parr, so I, I think I have to back him. Uh, Marin Parr second pick, and yeah, Sammy was the one I found for third. At double-figure odds, I could certainly see myself saving on him, I wanted to give him a little, little hope in the Silver Eagle, but he was just a bit out of his depth here, uh, there, and much better suited here. Um, yeah, beyond that, it's pretty even. But uh, six, nine, twelve for me. 
Okay. Quaddy kicks off in race seven with the Tats Cup over 2,400. Zarek is favourite at $2.40 from Kefius at $6. Achievers, 10 Then at $11, you have Skymax, Hush Rider, Carath, and then $13 for Savvy uh, Valentino. Mark Sheen, thoughts on the favourite here, Zarek? Uh, look short enough. Look, probably got a good chance. He's been in the worst part of the track um, his last two runs, but uh, look, these are not races I I uh, seem to excel in, so uh, I'd be deferring <laughs> to Mark here. Um, look, maybe Kefius will. Um, now he's getting up to 2,400 metres. All his best form in uh, the UK was over this distance and in France as well. So, look, he might be, and he probably comes out of the stronger form line, although they walked in that um, that Wade for Age race uh, last time out. Um, yeah, short enough for me, Zarek. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know what to do. I'm, I'm staying out. Okay. Mark Roden, have you got any thoughts here? Uh, I think it looks his race. Um, you know, he was in the wrong part of the track in the Metrop, uh, similar to uh, Luntzies, who came out and almost beat um, Warning in that uh, very far, well, that very truly run St Ledger last week. I think it's the right form. If he gets any sort of run from 11, I think he'll just about win. 240 is around my price. I don't know. I wouldn't knock people over to take 240, but I wouldn't be desperate to bet against him either. Um, Cepheus out to 2,400, yes. Markets found him as well, I think. Um, one I could see possibly improving. Not sure if he's going... Sensationally, but Achiever, if it, uh, it's his first go at 2400, but uh, if it is playing the leaders, that's where he'll be. And it'd be some sort of chance to double the figure odds. And in the same boat as um, Skymax, who probably has ridden a little impatiently from last start and could improve. But uh, I think it looks like Zarex race. And if they want to risk him, I'll, I'll back him. Okay. Uh, let's have a look at the Bondi race eight over the mile. Halal's favourite at $2.70 from Coastwatch at $3.30. Cutter Healy's six fifty. Royal Zell's nine fifty to Fresney's eleven. Then you're out to Arnica at seventeen dollars. Uh, Mark Sheen, do you have a leaning in this race? Um, oh look, I think Halal's certainly the one to beat. He beats Coastwatch the other day. Um, I was surprised the marker went up the other way. To tell you the truth, um, Halal, that's been corrected now. Halal heavily backed. Look, he's run second in the size of Randwick, second in the Champagne. He was. In the wrong lane in the Champagne, where the winner Captivant got up on the inside, so he's proven at the mile. He's got great ramic form, so um, he beat Coastwatch the other day. I can't really see that horse turning it around um, unless it's massive uh, on pace. So I'd have to be with Halal. Coda uh, Healy could be an improver. I think they're going to ride it quieter uh, on Saturday. He was a bit disappointing, but he did face the breeze and was jumping a bit in distance. So. Uh, Arna Kerr's the other one who may be an improver, a bit one pace though, So, but I think Halal wins it. Okay. Mark Roden, how do you approach this race given that Coast Watch was $2.10 last start against Halal, who was $8? I think that's the reason why Coast Watch went up favourite in the first markets. Um, the market makers pay a lot of attention to that kind of thing. Uh, I think Coast, you know, I, I use SP as a, as a form analysis tool, but it's not everything. Uh, Halal beat him on his merits and Coastwatch is, what, sixth up now or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, very, very deep in his preparation. I think I think the placing in the Golden Rose when everything panned out absolutely perfect for him was him and he's on the downswing now. now he's running in it because it's worth a million bucks. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. If you're on a place, you get a good check. It's, uh, I mean, a- Anthony Cummings is no fool. He's thrown three in it to get a minimum of 10,000 bucks. Why wouldn't you? You know, this is... 
God's way of telling racing New South Wales they've got too much money, a uh, million dollars for this race. It's, uh, it's the same prize money as a Golden Rose. Sorry to go on about this, but this is <laughs> it's obscene. It really is obscene. Um, anyway, back to the matter at hand. Um, Halal's the best horse in the race, I think, and he's just about a bet at 270. I'm kicking myself I didn't um, take the 350 or whatever it was that was around earlier, but I'm a little bit reticent just because I think he probably will be midfield or beyond. Um, and... <coughs> I'm a bit worried about the pattern, but if it's close to fair, I think 270 is okay. Um, I, Cody Healy, I think, will go better ridden with the trail and out of barrier two. He might get the absolutely perfect run. Um, if they, you know, pushed him to much bigger than this, I could see myself actually saving on him. This Dufresne, or however it's pronounced, is the one that will lead. So if it's Dynamite, I, I assume it'll lead. I assume it's Stable Matt Lease won't hold it out. Um, if it is absolute Dynamite, it would be the one you'd have to shorten. But uh, yeah, I think it's. On a fair track, it's reasonably straightforward. Halal from uh, Cody Healy for me. Okay. Uh, the invitation, race nine, it's for the fillies and mares over 1,400 metres. Entre- Entrelevier is uh, $3 from Ice Bath at eight fifty. Startantes is 10 Nudge is 12 So is Vangelic. Tricky Gals, 14 Sweet Deal and Forbidden Love are 15 Mark Sheen, we've all been across Ice Bath for however long of our lives. Probably doesn't get the track to suit. No, and 1,400's a bit of a quirky distance there, Ram. It can be very on pace. Um, I think we'd, you know, we'll know by race number nine how the track's playing. Speed-wise, it looks like Vangelic, Madam Legend, maybe Sweet Deal kicking up in Forbidden Love. They look to be the four who will probably sort of uh, clear out in the early part. Uh, Madame Rouge maybe just off them and on Trevier. Probably got to try and find a spot about midfield if those four or five there early sort of break away. And then there's another group that um, are back markers. So Entrevier could end up in a decent spot about midfield here if if the things break her way. Um, as I said, it, it can be a, a tricky uh, race, this 1,400 metres of Ramwick where on-paces paces can be suited. Um, look, I think Entrevier is probably the one to beat uh, if, if the track's fair enough. Uh, I think Nudge has got some chance as well if they're running on from the back. Um, she's a very honest mare and does race well fresh. And Tricky Gales, the other one, I thought had some hope um, at odds, who's drawn well and will be better suited stepping up in trip. Ice Bath, I think, is probably going to give them too much start. And, yeah, I couldn't back anything else, to tell you the truth. Okay. Mark Roden, your thoughts of the whatever this thing is, this race? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my thoughts are that if Intrivier gets the right run, she'll win. I think she's probably a good thing with luck. If she'd drawn six or something, I'd, yeah, yeah, rock solid <clears throat> chance, I reckon. But she's come up with 11. Now, that day she ran second to Fazika. She was only three lengths off the lead uh, in a pretty quick run 1200 meter race i don't think that they just have to i don't think they have to ride it conservatively and if the track is playing on pace riding it conservatively could be the um the end of it um i had a look at the official the club speed map just earlier and it's got her like it's three in the three wide train and about third last and if she's there i mean she's going to be in the you know back with ice bath i don't think it'll win um well, sure, surely they wouldn't be that far back, Mark. She, as you say, she was three wide outside the lead in that race at, at Randwick when they were yeah. flying. I, I, well, I did a map and I, I had a like fourth, fifth. I thought they'd yeah. ride her out of the gates and, and sort of half see what happens, you know, see what arounds and 
if other things like if Sweet Deal doesn't kick up, for instance, she might end up third. But they had the excuse the other day, didn't they? Like they've gone to the steward, said she was in foul, drew a wide barrier. It was more like a let's just you know go back and see what happens. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, if you, I'm, you would, I wouldn't use that as the template for how they're going to ride her in no. a two million dollar race at all. I, I think if she does lob up in you know the, the third pair or something, and you can make some ground, I think she's a good thing. I mean, to be honest, I've got, I haven't got anything else in the race under double figure odds um, because I think I think they're all in a bunch. You know, love ice bath, wanted to find her, but I, I couldn't mark a single figure odds with, with this setup. Tricky girls, the one I think is going to get a great run. I'd probably prefer a bit wetter, but um, nonetheless, she'll get a great run. Vangelic, who I don't have a very high opinion of, is going to get all favours again. She got away with the race two starts ago just uh, simply because of the pattern. Um, and look, Nudge is flying, but has a dreadful racing style, as we know. So, um, look, beyond Entrevier, you could mention seven or eight of them, to be honest, in my opinion. But uh, I think if things break her way, two to one's probably a fair price. Okay. That brings us to the last race 10. Benchmark 88 over 1,200 metres. Gravina's favourite at 260 from Bellucci Babe, 480. Quantico, $7.50 from Electric Gal and Kinlock at 12. Marway is 13. Mark Sheen, round us out. Well, he, he's, he looks to be flying Gravina, honestly. He's won two of his last four and he should have won the other two. Um, <laughs> got a jockey change here, McAvoy. Barry number one, I think he will race a bit closer here, but there does look to be a stack of speed in this race. Uh, I've got it down as a fast run race. Marway, Volpine going forward early. Um, they don't normally loaf. Um, Electric Girl probably won't be too far away in the early stages, so I think they will string out. Should get his chance to win. So um, I know he's short odds, but uh, it, the section he ran the other day was just unbelievable. Yeah, Mark Roden, we did touch on that. You don't really see last 200 metre splits bigger than what Gravina posted last start, albeit off a slow tempo, but still... Oh, it was remarkable. On the horse, he was chasing one the one away for age race last week, quite comfortably. So and prime candidate uh, ran third in the Sydney Stakes as well. So. There you go. And the, well, prime candidate was a widening what two and a half furlongs behind Gravina last time out, mm. um, and he's placed in the Sydney Stakes. Look, they make any use at all of Barrier One. Two fifty is luxury, I think. Um, he just looks at the best of good things. Oh. On the proviso that he gets gets a path through from gate one, there will be horses in front of him. Um, so he's just going to need a touch of luck. But if he gets it, there's uh, nothing I want to back to beat him. I was on Bellucci Bay last start and I thought she was okay. But I think the fact of the matter is um, sitting off them in a fast run 1100 is um, her go. This is going to be a pressure 1200. It might um, see her out again. I think Quantico's a very promising horse and going really well, but he drew the right gate at Rose Hill last time on a day where it probably helped to be nearer the fence. He's drawn 10 here, and I think they just have to go back on him. Um, but like I say, I think he's a nice horse, but I think the way this seems to set up on paper, um, Ravina looks the winner, and 250, where well, you can get 260, is a pretty good price. Yep. Okay, that brings us to the end. I'll get your best plays, whether they be best bets, value bets, or lay bets. Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Um, well, I thought Sammy was a bit of value. Um, what's that about race number six? Um, thought uh, Mar and Pa was a lay in the same race. I think Gravina will win, and Alal, who I'm 
every time I back it, it runs second or gets lost. Um, looks a winner as well. I'm on it already, so uh, beware anyone who's on it. I have put the mock on it. <laughs> okay, okay. Mark Roden, your best. Is Gravina. Um, my best value, I've just lost the race here. I think it's in race four. It's still double figure odds, I thought. Ruby Tuesday would get a nice run um, in a reasonably open race, I thought. Oh, the other one I was quite keen on, I, I definitely lean in race five to Emerald Kingdom over Crea Diras. That's a racing style thing. Um, Crea Diras, uh, I think it's blinkers off, but it just seems incapable of jumping with them. So we'll be in the last couple. Emerald Kingdom is um, perfect racing pattern, 1,400-metre expert. You know, be right up on the speed. Great Queensland form, beaten by a very smart horse in Brisbane last start. I think he's clearly the one to beat in that. All right. Very good. Thank you to you both. Uh, we'll catch up on Monday with Rob Scurry to review the meeting. Until then, guys, enjoy the weekend and go well.